are listening to the Sports Unlocked with myself, Kumafil Shamfuna, and Ujemi Debrain holding it down for you until the hour of seven. As promised, we do have on the line Usislonim Timkulu, who's going to be talking about um, the current situation with e-cricket South Africa. Sisloni, hi. Sisloni, hello. Hi. Um, welcome to eSports Unlocked. Thank you. Thanks so much. I mean, we've talked to you a couple of times before. You know that when we call you, there's usually some juice that we want to talk to you about. Yes. Yes. And there has been today. Yes, definitely. So the <laughs> Minister of Sports uh, has given a Cricket South Africa a notice of a government mm. interference, of course. And this comes after um, the Saskatoon initiative um, wasn't quite successful. Where does this mm-hmm. place is Cricket South Africa at this point? Well, he's given um, CSA until the 27th of October, mm-hmm. to talk on the 27th of October, let's be very specific, uh, to make written submissions to him why they should not intervene in, in CSA's matters. And he's now also informed the um, ICC, the International Cricket Council, of the same thing. So I suppose he's trying to give them a little more room, two more weeks to kind of find some... Uh, common ground with CSA or to find some sort of solution with CSA over the leadership crisis. So I think they still have two weeks in terms of where this leaves them. But given that um, all the previous engagements haven't been successful, I'm not sure that um, this will be successful, although because now it seems with the ICC being told and getting involved, this might be the push that they need, that CSA needs to kind of get things um, moving in the right direction. So slowly, obviously, with the whole development that's going on, it is a major mm-hmm. blow to Cricket South Africa, obviously, mm-hmm. in its efforts to, you know, claim its independence. Mm. Well, yeah, so it's definitely any attempt by them to think that they can run things on their own now is definitely out the window. I mean, the minister's kind of been there, but not quite been there for the past, um, since I think around March or so. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, then Saskok was brought in as well to try and intervene. But then Saskok a few days ago wrote to the minister saying that because they couldn't get this um, contentious forensic report from uh, Cricket South Africa, mm-hmm. that they washed their hands off um, Cricket South Africa and they're handing the matter back to, uh, to, to, to the minister. So now the minister is full on getting involved. He's flexing his muscles. He's tired now, I guess. Um, and so... Definitely, even though the task team hasn't been formed that Chesswalk had wanted to form to look into CSA's affairs, with the minister now hovering that closely, clearly CSA won't, at the way things look, won't be running things for themselves um, for the near future. I mean, Sustoni, what we know is that um, sports should be free of government intervention, of course. Um, uh, with cre- with e- Cricket South Africa under so mm-hmm. much pressure from the sports mm-hmm. minister and, of mm-hmm. course, the country as a whole, um, mm-hmm. doesn't it now put the whole fraternity at cricket at risk mm-hmm. um, looking at e- ICC? Mm-hmm. You know what? We spoke on ENCA earlier today with the former um, CFA president, Norman Arinsa, mm-hmm. and he was very clear to point out that um, there's a difference between an intervention mm-hmm. and interference, you know, and intervention happens when we can see that things are not going okay or things are not going well, which is what's been happening with Cricket South Africa. So he was saying that there is room possibly for, for, for governments to step in when they can see that things are not happening as they should. Whereas interference is something uh, where, you know, where politically they get involved and they want to run things. 
And the minister hasn't said that he wants to run Cricket South Africa. We don't know what this intervention looks like. But he hasn't said he wants to run Cricket South Africa. They're just worried about the leadership crisis, mm. the government crisis that's playing itself out, you know. So hopefully, I guess it also depends, um, which is what Norman Arthur also said, how the interpretation of interference versus intervention by the ICC is to determine the way forward. I mean, obviously, with all of this going on, surely this also yeah. places major stress on a domestic competition here in South Africa, and how mm-hmm. will it affect mm-hmm. the domestic competition? Mm. Exactly. I mean, um, cricket is meant to resume in two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, yeah, you know, at the beginning of November. And finally, we got that confirmation a few days ago. But, I mean, with all of this happening in the background, you have to wonder, um, you know, what the players think. Obviously, the players will play. But, I mean, the state of mind is all of this happening. Um, but also, if the minister's intervention, whatever it looks like, um, doesn't creep into, like, operational matters, will they still be cricket? Um, we also know that, you know, we know that the women were supposed to go to England mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago, and that didn't happen because... Um, they weren't allowed to travel, even though I suspect there could have been arrangements made. But we know that the England men's team is meant to be in South Africa, but we have had nothing said on that. So you don't mm. know if there'll be international cricket. Money is made off matches being played here. So it's all a mess, actually. Besides, you know, the boardroom stuff, if they don't play, they're not going to make their money. And Cricket South Africa has admitted to being financially strained. Mm. So they need to have cricket here to make money, but who knows what's happening with that at the moment. So, Sloni, what could be the possible reasons of delay or lack of transparency now when it comes to Cricket South Africa for the sports minister to, you know, just throw in the towel, you know, frustrated and now he's getting involved? You know, if if we could answer that question, we would, hey? I mean, with the release of this forensic report, right, this back and forth that initially happened with Saskok, um, and then why they were releasing mm. it, uh, what we were told by the acting president, Bersford Williams, was that there are legal implications to yeah. the release of this report. You know, they went back and forth on this thing. And it seems that um, cricket is... that I don't want to say it's interest to be protected, yeah. but they're being very careful because I think the people that are in the report or the people that need to be approached in sorting everything out, there might be repercussions for the organization. So, you know, they must work through that. They were in Parliament yesterday, and they were. And to be fair to CSA, there were timelines in terms of uh, what they're going to do, what they need to address, and that sort of thing. So there is some action happening. But I think there are more serious things that are also happening as well that might possibly blow things up at CSA even more possibly than what has already happened now. So they're kind of trying to be careful around that. But it's clearly not helping and it clearly hasn't worked so far. Two to three weeks before a domestic competition gets underway, could matters mm-hmm. slowly reach the end before we get to that point? Yeah, you know, like we keep thinking whatever anything happens, whenever something happens, that this is the worst that can happen. But Mm -hmm. then this morning we were woken up to that shock by the minister. So Mm. at this point, I can't say anymore um, what could possibly go even worse than what has already happened. But hopefully this, um, this, uh, the minister's statements today will be a, a shake for or like a push for Cricket South Africa to kind of say, okay, this is what's happening. The minister's even approaching the ICC, which I think a lot of people thought wouldn't happen. But mm. now the minister's flat out gone to the ICC. So hopefully that will kind of make them 
realize that actually now we do need to do something. Um, for the sake of the game, I think, you know, there's so much boardroom stuff that's happening and no one ever or hardly talks about the players, like the regular employees and that sort of thing and what's happening with cricket and development and all sorts of things. So hopefully um, things can start moving in the right direction. Mm. And I guess it will also be interesting to hear from um, clubs now in the lead-up to the beginning of um, domestic um, competition. I mean, Sislone, looking at the Cricket South Africa, obviously there's a lot of internal problems, but they're struggling on their own as a fraternity at this point. Mm. What position do they have to sort of take up um, this window period that they've been given by a minister to sort of um, um, plead their case that is, what can they do to sort of maitetelele um, and make sure that um, they... They sort of redeem um, the, yeah. the image of Cricket South Africa. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I mean, I think so much damage has been done, not just with this and the minister getting involved, but it's been crisis after crisis after crisis since December. And everyone, people leaving and people coming and then leaving, you know, and, you know, Black Lives Matter happened and then, mm. uh, you know, and everything around that, which just kind of blew up even more. Um, that. It's going to take a lot, I think, and a, a huge amount of commitment to to kind of convince the minister and even the public that actually we really do want to to change and do things better. I think what hasn't helped as well is that after promising to release this report mm-hmm. to the former president, then, you know, they backtracked on that. So it's almost like a you're not being transparent about it. And one of the conditions of the report was that the board would be subject to the terms of reference of the board, of, of, of that report, so that um, you know, they can be investigated if they need to be investigated. And even though there's new newer board members now, but the fact that the board itself hasn't resigned as was expected a few months ago, you know, they haven't said, okay, we've done wrong, we've stepped down with the acting president. One person, the former CEO, seems to be taking responsibility for all this. So there's so many things, actually, that seem to count against them. And I think it's going to take a lot to kind of change perceptions from people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if when the cricket actually resumes and people see their teams playing and, you know, and we kind of forget a little bit about the boredom stuff, maybe that will help. I don't know. But mm-hmm. there's a lot. <laughs> that mm-hmm. I think it's actually, like, every time I talk to you guys, I'm like, actually, there's so much happening at Cricket mm-hmm. South Africa. As usual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. As usual, it's been a pleasure talking to you and picking your brain. I quite enjoy that. So uh, hopefully, yeah, you, you. hopefully we're gonna touch base with you in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Thank you very much, ladies. All right. Thank you so much. That was Utlonim Tim of course, giving us a uh, sort of insight as to what's going on with the Cricket South Africa. As she said, I mean, there's one thing that happens. We think it can't get worse than that. And boom, we spoke yeah. too soon. Like she said it here, here. But obviously, we are concerned. Why the delay? Where's the lack of transparency that, you know, our sportsman even has to appeal and go all the way to ICC? Listen, it's, it's quite a big, a big problem and mm-hmm. it's really sad to see. But obviously we're going to be keeping a close eye on that one uh, to see how it unfolds. But right about now, it's time for us to take a little bit of a break when we come back.